Sir Desmond Sterling in My Fifteenth Birthday A favourite uncle of mine, Uncle Bertram, my late father's late father's late second son by his late second wife, took me out to lunch on my fifteenth birthday. I caught the early train from school, he met me at King's Cross, and we hopped in a cab to a dark little restaurant off Wigmore Street. Sorry, name's gone where we had an excellent shepherd's pie, and he plied me with wine followed by brandy. Luckily, I had a strong constitution even then, or else I wouldn't have been able to enjoy the rest of the day. Uncle Bertie then said it was time I got it wet, and took me to his favourite knocking shop, a second-floor flat in Brewer Street, if my memory doesn't fail me, where he paid for me to have thirty minutes with a rather heavy-hipped lady called Maureen. I didn't want to hurt his feelings by pointing out that my cherry had been well and truly popped at school. But that's another story. Maureen was rather a brusque Irish woman, probably only about thirty, but she seemed much older to my barely pubescent eyes, with a new nonsense attitude and the faint hint of moustache. She insisted I wash my parts in, in rather chilly water first, which luckily, at that age, didn't have the detrimental effect it might result in now. Her dingy room smelt of camphor oil and socks. Pictures of Ivor Novello and St Francis overlooked the bed, and the sheets were cold, slippery, and of indeterminate colour. Anyway, she, she talked me through the whole process in what I believe was a cork accent. Elbows, Desmond, elbows. Culminating in a rather satisfactory climax. Well, for yours truly, at least. The speed at which she unhinged herself from me and hauled her drawers up didn't exactly suggest a woman floating in post-conjugal bliss. I still had twenty-six minutes left of my allotted time, but Maureen didn't seem keen to indulge me any further, uh, despite the terms of our contract. Ah, for those heady days, when one would be ready for round two, before round one had even been mopped up. So I, I toddled out to find Uncle Bertie, only to discover him hanging upside down from a light fitting, completely starkers, while a young girl of what I later learned to be Belgian origin was beating him soundly on the arse with a rolled-up copy of the latest Bunty. Not sure if Uncle Bertie had brought it with him or if they knew to keep a copy in reserve. I sat patiently waiting for her to finish him off. She even asked me to take over the spanking for a while when her arm got tired. Then, sated, well... He was. I was fifteen when replete isn't a familiar concept. We went to the coach and horses in Soho for a few snifters. While he lay asleep, head on the bar, I rifled through his pockets for a crown, hailed a cab and took the train back to school. I conked out myself on the train and I only woke in time for my stop thanks to the elderly bishop opposite me in the carriage who gently stroked my thigh to wake me up. My reportage of my escapades that night after lights out made me very popular with the other boys, especially when I acted out some of Maureen's techniques.
I have very happy memories of that birthday, and I can honestly say, all these years later, that the only way to celebrate one's birthday is with alcohol and whores. Eventually, a few years ago, my then-wife, taking the hint after hearing me air this very opinion every year, actually presented me with a whore for my birthday. Well, I, I, I should clarify. She had gone out very early on the morning of my birthday, probably before I had awoken. I was sleeping in the spare room at the time, and left a note saying, Go and spend your birthday drinking and fornicating with whores. See if I care. So I did. And I deducted the cost for her housekeeping. I paid for it in alimony, though. Worth every penny. Sir Desmond Sterling was written and performed by Anthony Keach.